Strike a Chord, Music Chit Chat with your host, Valentino Kikowski. Welcome to Strike a Chord. Today we have a very special guest, a prominent figure in the jazz world, especially here in Australia, Mr. Jack Pentasas. Welcome, Jack. Thanks very much, Valentino. It's nice to, for you to invite me and to come along and have a chat. It's an absolute pleasure. These great, great couches, man. Oh, I love it. They're fantastic. Love it. Very they're um, very homely. They're a bit awkward when you play guitar, but I, I was looking, I was feeling that when I sat down and thinking, ooh, but anyway, the, I'm the sure we can. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, no. eh. Eh, we'll, we'll work something we'll, out. We'll work something out. out. Absolutely. Now, Jack, yeah. getting straight into it. Yeah, wow. You come from a musical family, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Your mm -hmm. father, mm -hmm. your brother. Mm -hmm. What's the inspiration? Is it the family or mm. is it something that come out from your, from, from your own sort of journey? Okay. That's, there's a number of different angles I can answer that question because when you say what inspires me? Yeah. What's, what, I guess what's one aspect has to be when you're growing up, your, your home life environment. Mm. You know, all of us are, uh, are open and are, are quite a... Uh, you're on. You're you're a bystander to it. So whether it's a it's a musical situation or there's scientists in the in the household or whatever, you can't avoid it, right? Mm. So that's and as kids, as you know, uh, and I feel like I'm still a kid, but you know, you sponge all that. So there's no way of avoiding that aspect. Mm. Um, so yeah, I guess from that point of view, we always had music in the home. So my grandfather, uh, my dad's father played a bit of guitar and sang and and dad being a piano player and full-time mm. musician we always had that um so in some ways yes i guess the answer for one end one side of that question yes um did it influence me to become a musician down the track that's a harder one for me to answer i i guess possibly only because again it has having an example of a father who worked what he did, playing music to pay bills and f put food on the table, but at the same time, moving very passionate mm. about what he's doing. Um, so that was, shit, boy, uh, a very direct and strong role model that you, I, I guess my brother and I couldn't avoid. Um, but I'll tell you an interesting thing. When, when we wanted to actually make careers out of music, our father was against it. Really? Yeah, because um, he, he encouraged us to learn. And he took us to our weekly lessons, um, but never, not really pushing us to go into it to earn a living, mm -hmm. because he knew, even though we're talking, Dad's 83 now, so when Dad came in 62, 63, I mean, a lot of people would probably not be aware of what the working musician's life was back then. It wasn't easy, but it, there was a lot of work. Mm. So there were a lot of musicians who just played. To, to make ends meet. Whereas today, there are very few in, you know, in my circle, your circle, that just do it from playing, yep. you know. So I knew from that aspect, you know, I guess in some ways dad didn't want us to do that. But we rebelled in some, in some ways yes, and, 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 and we just went through our um, directions. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting, you know, I look back at it and I didn't have the successful entry into an institution you know i came mm. out of high school wanting to go to a certain institution and i didn't get accepted uh and my brother was the same thing although you know and we, <laughs> we went down different tracks but music was always what we loved and and i guess the burning thing for me was no i'm going to make this work somehow mm. or another you know so i ended up still playing gigs and working but i ended up working at a music shop you know privately which, which music shop was mu that? Uh, bernie's music land was the first one okay. i worked for Teaching Saturday mornings, ah, you know, okay. as an eighteen-year-old, you yeah. know, coming out of high school and 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 got a job teaching, and, and that for me was I really enjoyed the teaching. Yeah, uh, and I th this is another part of my journey. I mean, having I had had a great teacher mm. who taught me guitar, and I think um, and was the only guitar teacher I had, uh, and I used him as my sort of role model to teach people around me and i still have having having like back of my shoulder you who, know who was your teacher so uh, my my teacher was luciano dalariva mm -hmm. who unfortunately passed away last year and i had uh through the COVID thing it wasn't COVID. he was he was ill but uh lou was a self-taught guitar player 
but child prodigy classical pianist. Okay. So I, I had a really an incredible and very fortunate to fall in the lap of that guy mm. because at 11 years of age, you know, I guess because I've been teaching now for 35 years, I think, or close to 40, um, it's like I, I meet a lot of young students who don't have that successful first meeting. Yeah. And then, yep. you know, when I, I, I speak to a lot of students and they, I say, well, who have you learned from? I've learned from this person, this person, this person. Uh, and there's no, there's no connectivity. Like they've mm. just jumped uh, for whatever reason. And it c could even come down to how well they've gelled uh, uh, and, and, you know, that Correct. That thing. The, the spark that you have with your teacher sometimes mm. is, is, your, is your start of the journey. Yeah, if you don't have absolutely. that spark with the teacher, I know I've, I've, yeah. had, I've had a couple yeah. overseas. And it's very interesting. And then you get, get the one that is the one. Yeah. Like, like yeah. Luke, for so instance. And you think, you consider yourself mm. lucky because... Very lucky and blessed, it's, man. Yeah. Very yeah, lucky. Because it's, it's, it's hard. There's a lot of pitfalls. And that's as a teacher, and as you know, most of the time what you're telling the student is you're making them aware of the pitfall that mm. it may happen. Yep. And, and all your job is to sort of give them tools to make them maybe jump over that or avoid it or go in another direction. I mean, it's all learning. I mean, I, my process or my journey has been always a learning process because yep. I didn't go for an institution. Uh, you know, three years doing this and whatever. Yeah, yeah. It was always on the job training and, and playing that gave me the skills that I needed. And But getting back to the teacher thing at the beginning, um, had I not had someone to give me all the fundamentals from an early age, like reading from an early age, to right through. And he introduced me to jazz, but, you know, even though he's from a classical background... I grew up in a family where they had other music. Like, Dad played a lot of music, different music. It wasn't all jazz. So it was nice to have mm. that sort of potpourri of um, yep. this, 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 that. And coming from a Greek background, we also had the Greek music. And yep. it was like, wow, you know. Um, that's, so where the, that's where the richness lies too. Yeah. You know? It's the, the spices, man. You get a rich background, especially from a musician perspective. Mm. We were very similar. My yeah. dad was a musician. That's and right. We listened to all sorts of music exactly. at home. Exactly. And I think that opens up your 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 mind um and sometimes gives you a bit of a dilemma of where you want to go as a kid you I, I, know? I feel even that today you know like what do i want to do like mm. you know like I, I appreciate you saying jazz about you know jazz but it's i don't play i, I play jazz but it's not every, that's not always on my play on my play but that's you know? what you're popular for here oh, sorry <laughs> yeah, that's what you're popular for well here, you know? i think again it's the pragmatism of being a work musician yeah so yeah you know you. it's that you know yeah. like so you know like i can give you four or five examples in the last few weeks where there's a cra uh, there's a gig i do billy joel stuff there's a, uh, a gig that i do um oh, i filled in for someone in the Pops Orchestra last month and it was a, a Sydney act. He's touring at the moment, playing the whole uh, Neil Diamond Hot August Night. Okay. And I had to play acoustic guitar in this big orchestra. Uh, and, I, and, and I have to be very honest, it's not an album I've heard. <laughs> That's shocking, <laughs> isn't it? But I know who Neil Diamond is of and course. I've heard some stuff. Lord, but, you know, right. that, and I'm strumming away and on that, uh, next to the guitar player from Sydney with all that. Um, the the synchronicity thing that I do is a jazz rock thing. Yep. Uh, it's it's not it's not jazz jazz, but it's it's all this fusiony thing. So, you know, uh, but I do funerals. I do parties. Oh, I, 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 you know, <laughs> I, you know, like that's it. That's what we're working a working musician, right? Yeah. And this is what I want to ask yeah. you. If you didn't get mm. into one of if you sorry, mm. I'll rephrase it. If mm. you happen to get into that to uh, in this institution at the time. Mm, mm, mm. Do you reckon you would have been a different player? Well, you know, I have my thoughts about and being a teacher who teaches at an institution. Mm, exactly. You know, That's what it's I'm a, yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a very interesting question because I feel it always comes down to the student. You mm. know, institutions, mm. the well balanced ones have got a great programs. They've got terrific programs. There are some good programs. You know, I, I love where I am, you know, and I love what we have. But it comes down to the student and it comes down to the way the teachers provide that information. And and it's always a give-take thing. You know, yeah. like, for, for example, you know, if you're giving something to someone of value, then, you know, you probably would like them to go away and think about it, uh, delve into it a little bit because they know it's of value. Mm. And then they may come back with something that they've discovered. Yep. Now, that is what I feel is a give and take. Now, if you always give, 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 and the student never comes back with anything, 
not not even a simple question. Well, you have to start asking. Well, yeah, w- w- what's going on? Here? Questions, you know, you know or, or whether they're interested or not, or whether you're doing the right thing for them or not. You I know. know, and and that's there's you you, you do play the role of counselor, mm. psychiatrist to work out. Well, okay, maybe I'm not getting back. Yeah. Why? So, and of course, in today's world. You know, there's lots of distractions, oh, you know, and, and things that pull the student away from why they want to be there. And that's a huge dilemma, mm. you know, in our current culture and society. You know, do so, you, do yeah. you find that when you're, when you're teaching, do you mm. find that in today's, mm. because you've been teaching for a fair while, yeah. today's generation, do you feel that it's more of an instant thing? They want things to happen yeah. now? That's what I mean about YouTube value. YouTube and all that. That's what know? I mean. They don't know the value. So when they when you don't know the value, you think it's you, you can do it today and tomorrow yep. and you got it. No, it's not that. No, so there's exactly. there's a loss of that. Mm. So, yeah. It's a process, I, right? You know, you know, f- to get a good... I was just thinking in the car today coming in mm. and, and thinking about what we'll talk about and stuff. Uh, and here's an analogy for you, especially us being guitar players, yeah. right? Or any stringed instrument. You know, if you compare it to a piano and you, and you, and folks, you know, if you take the lid off a piano, you'll see the mechanisms, right? Yep. You can get anyone to go next to a piano and go, ding, anywhere on the range, ding, ding. What comes out? Nice tone. Yeah. Huh? Beautiful. You didn't have to work it, just do that. But for, and excuse me if I, being biased better guitar no, player. That's fine. But that's fine. you've got to work your me- mechanisms to get that thing yeah. so clear. And and things that is an ov- not an overnight thing. And that's part of my struggle is to say, hey man, you know, practice you've got to work on this stuff because yeah. these are your mechanisms. And if you don't work on your mechanisms, well, how do you think you're gonna get what you think you're gonna get out of the instrument that you listen to? So it's the perception, right? It's it is. like it's I'm, I'm listening to this Oh, how come it's not working? Well, mm. there's always a reason, right? Yeah, and getting you back know? to that thing about the value. When they yep. don't understand the value of working on something because they think it's, and again, it's a society thing, you know, everything's got to use by date. A car, you know, five years, mm. you've got to change it. Well, hold on. What do you mean five years? Yeah. If you look after the car, that could last you 20 years, right? Correct. And there's a great value in that. Yep. But that's what I mean. You know, I think, you know, if they want to listen to something on Spotify, they go, boom. And they listen to one thing and they go, yeah, great. Whereas if go back 30, 40 years, mm. you, li- you bought an album, the you vinyl. listened to the whole thing, and then you listened to it again, again and, again, and again, again, and again, you know, and you yeah. valued the fact that, oh, wow, check this guy, the, whoever's playing, working from one track to another track to another, and then maybe going down to the next album of theirs. Or Correct. So and that getting that favorite. one riff right and that sound could oh. take months yeah, sometimes, absolutely. you know. So, absolutely. Um, and, and continue working on it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And playing songs, look, you know, Again, I don't want to sort of uh, offend anyone, but really, if you want to teach someone a few chords to play some songs, you, it's not a problem. You can do that. Yeah. But then you've got to start worry. Uh, not worry. You've got to start thinking. Okay, do you want to be a hobbyist, amateur, or do you actually want to be a professional? Yeah. Because they're the three areas, right? Correct. Um, great. Tommy Tedesco brought that up in many of his books, and he, he's very between the eyes. Tommy Tedesco, mm. very famous West Coast guitar player, one of the widely the most recorded uh, guitar player in history because he you know Hollywood everything and he was yep. in the in the wrecking crew and he you know he taught and he said you know it's three categories you either you, you want to be a hobbyist great amateur good okay you have to work a bit harder yep. professional well okay well you can then work at it. all the underlying categories come into that right everything your arranging your improv your your accompanying, your, you know. And that spectrum moves correct. accordingly through those three categories. That's right. You know, so you can do everything in, as a hobbyist, yep. but you're sort of just talking about it. Correct. You're not really doing anything but just maybe fantasizing about it. <laughs> Possibly. Yep. I don't know. Yep. You know, you go, wow, listen to Eric Clapton. Yep. But you're still at that hobby level. Mm. And that's not, there's nothing wrong with it. But, you know, to get to that next level, if you want to get to, well, that's where you've got to start chipping away. Yeah. You know? and, and it's not just the inspiration mm. that's there. As you say, you've got to chip away. You've you got to work. You it's, know? it's discipline. You know what it's like. Yeah, it's of discipline. It's organisational skills. Uh, it's planning, Time management. Time management. <laughs> you know, learning what's your short-term, your long-term yeah. goals. So you're not disappointed when you don't get something and you yeah. think, oh, that was short-term. But in the end, it was really long-term, you know. Correct. Um, and looking after your um, and your health. Yeah. 
That's a big you know? thing. And as, as a musician, and this is what I've, mm. I've mm. lately been speaking with a lot of musicians about, mm. mental health as well. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. with all that's happened in the last couple of years, you know, yeah. musicians that were just doing that on a full-time basis um, and speaking to musicians overseas as well, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. been... It's it's been a a, mm. a main thing. Yeah, yeah. Keeping healthy, your mindset. You know, your yeah. your 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 mind needs to be mm. really healthy. Yeah. You know, spirit, mind, your spirit, body. Yeah, exactly. The whole thing. You know, like the ancient Greeks. You know, being Greek. <laughs> uh, you know, like it wasn't just them working in the gym. You know, or mm. going to the Olympic Games. I mean, an athlete also worked this. You know, they were very very learned people and it was a it was a it was a whole package mm. so when the um when i when when you read about these ancient greeks i guess and other cultures it just wasn't them throwing their disc mm. it was there was a lot of other things that went into the gymnasium because the gymnasium was there was a whole strategy it was to a it. whole yeah the, i think the gymnasium meant a lot more than just the yeah. gym as we know it today yeah, exactly you know and and th that's that's a very important part because mm. even going out to prepare for a gig mm. you got to think about things right like it's not just I'm gonna grab my guitar and go. Mm. You gotta prepare mm. your repertoire. Mm. You gotta prepare mm. your your gear. You mm. gotta prepare your transport going there. You know what I mean? There's a Absolutely. lot of things that it's not just up and go. You I, know? I you know today in the office in my at the school I teach. You know I had a student in there and we we're talking. I mean this person had some dilemmas about the fact that she was gonna she's been asked to play on about sixteen other tunes, mm. come out with recitals and besides herself and. Uh, and how to tackle that, you know. So a lot of discussion was about organising and also prioritising. You know, like what well. what do you need to work on? I mean, you know, your life is as busy as mine. So if you're going to waste time um, playing stuff you know, you're not going to get anything. Mm. So you need to be, you know, to the point where you're dissecting what you have in front of you. And I said that all that takes time. You need to learn the pitfalls of that yeah. too. But I, you know, for me, like, if I do three gigs, like last week, on average at the moment, this month's been very good. Like, I'm, I'm averaging, averaging about three gigs a, a week. And it's sort of like, and they're all different, hmm. right? So, but I've sort of conditioned myself, as we're talking about organ to get to that point where I know I'm planning what to take, what music I have to play, who I have to deal with, yep. what do I have to pack in the car. Uh, I... I do that automatically now, and my role as a teacher, and as you know, as you know, is sort of trying to tell the students, yeah, okay, anyone can play the gig, but if you want to keep going with this and you want to make people happy, not only people you play for, the people you work for, yep. then you, you've got to work on these aspects of your your trade, which is turning up on time, you know, uh, prepared, 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 all that, you know. All you know so, and I said, you know, it's like tying your shoes, you know. I mean, at the moment. Someone may be tying your shoes for you, yeah. <laughs> but you know when you when you but when you get out in the industry, you, you got to do that, of course, and fluently and well, and then just keep going. You know, and and sometimes you need to educate the people that are po possibly in your band that you're playing with as well. It's sometimes. a tough one, it's a tough right? One. That is that's a, a tough, tough one, one because you know you can only. You only have so many extra cables that you can give someone, right? Or yeah. so many you've, extra people you can fit in your car, you know? You, yeah, you've you've touched on a on a heavy one there, <laughs> the subject because you know, like I, I freelance a lot, so I um I rock up to a gig and it's it's not my gig, right? It's it's someone else's mm. who's organised it. Um, the last twenty years, it's sort of been that way for me, where you know I'm I'm in a number of outfits, where and I run three of my own. Uh, but I'm in a number of outfits where I sit back and I learn mm. from who's running it and how they do it. And so, yeah, and that thing of, it's sort of like if you're going to mentor, some, mentor someone in your mm. band, um, I think you, it's a hard one. Yeah, it is. Uh, I mean, did you f get yourself in that situation in the first place where you ran a band with people around you who needed that? Were you aware of that? Or did, did you, are you wanting that? I mean, that's a tough one because if you start mentoring when people don't want to be mentored uh, and they, some issues arise. Yeah. There's a lot of, it's, man, it's like, it's like marriage therapy. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah. And, and I suppose my, my next question is, mm. do you, at, at, because you are um, lecturer at Melbourne Polytechnic, do you instill that sort of, those sort of ha habits, those good habits 
with within the program mm. and institutions. Yeah, absolutely. And that's absolutely. and that's very important. You've got to do you know? it. You, you you've got to do it because as we just said before, anyone can learn a few chords and go and play a song. Yeah. But if you're gonna do other things in your industry, it's all those things we mentioned yes. before. It's all know? it's the holistic everything view of it, right? And, and and from my point of view, yeah, we talk about that, but I try and do it for by example, mm. um, but that's, I don't. That's, I, that's the, the thing. That's the thing. That's and what that's I try and do. Best thing you can do. That's all I, I try and do. Yeah. And I don't push what I do. Uh, if people ask me what I'm doing, I'll, I'll speak to them or whatever. But it's basically, I'll let them find out mm. some things because if again it came back to it comes back to the other thing, if you give give give, uh, we'll let them find out a few things and ask. Yeah. And if if they're going to ask you something, well, great, let's have a chat. Um, they ask, you know, well, why do you do, well, how do you do so many gigs or how do you get organized? But great, good, let's chat. But, you know, I really think at a tertiary education, if you're in that situation as a student, it's a serious move. Yeah. You know, you've come out of high school, you're in a tertiary education and you're on a path to a career, then if you've got people in front of you who you think are doing it, mm. you're in a really um, box seat to ask questions. Whereas, again, going back to my background, my box seat thing was um, seeing my father. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was in the same You know box what I mean? Seat. That. And, yeah. and working gigs and, and, and learning on the gig and seeing yeah. good musicians around me and and working out what where do I fit? Feeling your way through. Feeling, you yeah. Know, yeah. And a lot of mistakes. A lot. And today, too, lots of mistakes. That's how you learn. Um, I think the point is there not to make the same mistake numerous amount of times. Yep. You know, that's right. with everything, right? Not just responsibility. Yeah, is exactly, very exactly. Mm. Um, now, I wanted to touch on Melbourne Polytechnic as oh, well. Yeah? Okay. Um, <laughs> you've been there for a while, yep. Yep. <laughs> through different phases. Yep. Um, and just wanted to mention that we've currently partnered up with yourself yep. as yesteryear, the yesteryear revival. Yep. Um, you know, helping develop, you know, the musicians as well as um you know the tv and film sort of sector and we're, we're doing this sort of program with yesteryear yep. revival internships and everything mm. like that we mm. want to we you know we're, we're in the place where i think we you know is about it's 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 about helping the people coming out yeah, and yeah. students coming out and developing it's another right. element yeah and it's very very relevant especially in this day and age where yep. you know um we're in this sort of uh, mm. environment mm. and mm -hmm. it's very fast and yeah, technology yeah. Yeah, and yeah. this and that um, you know, and, and I think it's it's a great thing that we've, we've partnered up, and and yeah. it's I I've got a good feeling feeling about it because we're yeah. there to help these. You know, mm. they're not only kids, but there are mm. some other older you know people that are coming out, and they just they want to develop more. You or know, they're changing careers. They're they're yeah, halfway. Exactly. You know, they're going from one career to another. Yeah, like like I, I know you've had some lawyers and some yeah, accountants, and you, you know, know it's amazing. It's amazing. I've been here like. Uh, 31 years, I think now. Yeah. So it's sort of like you know, I'm very privileged and very honoured to do what I do, and um, lots of different students. And and being there for so long, I, I bump into students who were there you know, like 20 years ago. Well, and, I was, and I was I know, one of them. I know, I know. <laughs> many, many see? years, many, many years ago. Yeah, yeah. and so, um, I was just talking to a colleague in the office for for a left, and and that that colleague who teaches. I think was in the same year as you. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's it's incredible, and I learn from those sort of aspects mm. too, um, and try and develop what I can for students. You know, yeah. And sometimes yeah. you can't do it on your own. You need you need help. You need um you need other people to help because mm. it's a big burden to put on yourself to try and mm. develop or trying to put in mm. programs to develop everyone with with everything. You know, it, it's hard. You, yeah, you, know? you can't be the one stop. Thing. No, no, you can't. Yeah. And this is why you know we've 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 partnered with with, with yourselves mm. and trying to make it you know easier mm. um, for for these musicians mm. and um, these future videographers and mm. TV people, Tech. you know, to to connect. Yeah, you know, and with this platform here that we're that we're building at the mm. moment mm. Um, with the SEA as well. Mm. It's the perfect environment, mm. you know. Um, we've got we've we've got mentors. We've got pro mentors. We've yeah. got mentors from from yourself, myself. We've got audio mentors like like Roland as yeah, well. Yeah. Um, we're looking at getting videographers in and mm. and and just helping that whole aspect. Mm. And you know, with with how the music is now, you need exposure. You need to do a video. You need to do this. Yeah. You need to do that. So yeah. they need guidance, which yeah, you've been yeah, doing yeah. for the last 
30 odd years. And still trying and, to learn, and, you know, like, you oh, know, we all. Yeah. I mean, I, um, I don't want to use this as a session to plug anything, but I, I'm, I'm releasing a new album. I was going to ask you about yeah, that. Yeah. December, right? Well, I hope so. Yeah. And, and, and getting back to that sort of stuff of learning, you know, like, um, uh, the, the last album was 12 years ago and, and I'm thinking, well, I'm trying to get involved with a bit of multimedia, um, mm. the, the digital thing and all that and, and websites and et cetera, et cetera. Um, and working, getting it out to people before yeah. it. But that's all learning. I mean, I'm, I'm not it in it to, to, you know, to buy a yacht out of it or anything, but <laughs> it's more to, sort of, well, but maybe that might be good. Uh, sponsors out there, well, you know. Might, yeah, yeah. I might be the next Anassas, you know, who knows. Uh, oh, mate. You know, playing a jazz guitar <laughs> on his yacht in the Mediterranean. Uh. Um, but, it's all that. It's it's really a nice journey again. I do remember the last one and loved the the, the process. You mm. know, like from the writing to the recording. Uh, I mean, the gigs were always in between that to doing some radio stuff to you know having it played on you know whatever you know. Mm, mm. And that's quite exciting. I find it exciting. Yeah. So mm. and, and and it is exciting because mm. now there's new technology. There yeah. are new things. Mm. That to, to learn and it's not only the the playing no so no um, and I suppose that's my next question mm. are you, are you recording in a recording studio or are you laying down the tracks at home or <laughs> how 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 so are you doing your approach so it's all done right the help the new album's done it's done it's all done so it's, how I've got how did you it's record in my it? hands I've got it okay. so I can tell you the process you know like it was because uh, I love the live aspect of what we do mm. um, uh, I love the interaction. I love um, the spontaneity. Mm. I love the fact that it, for me, it's a it's a camera capturing a moment. Okay. Um, I love that aspect, and I think if we go back to the jazz aspect of what, where I'm from, it's that you know mm. because jazz, for me, it's an organic thing. It's yeah. a, like a now thing. It's not like. Uh, let's let's play a 1950s tune and play it the way it was played. Well, that's fine. Mm. I have a lot of respect for that. But, you know, why not take a 50s tune and play it how you feel today? Yeah. But still show respect. Of course. Um, and, of that, course. and that is an interesting way to, to bring new things to old. So, yeah. the process. Studio. Four of us in the studio. Okay. Uh, most of the time. Sometimes just two of us. Because the album breaks down just me playing solo. Yeah. I got a couple of solo tracks that have... And all, it's all original. Um, so, a couple of solo things. Uh, uh, a tune with, um, I should say, who's on the album, shouldn't of I? Of course, of um, course. So uh, I have the, the amazing uh, Tony Hicks on saxophones ah, and flutes. And flute, yeah. uh, my brother, Jerry Pantas, is on drums. Um, an, 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 another great musician. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a hack. But anyway, uh, he'll, he'll love me. There that. Um, uh, Adam Spiegel on, on double and, and I think electric bass. And on one tune, I wanted percussion. I got Phil Bonotto. Okay. And um, for this Latin theme. Yeah. That's on the album. Um, so the, the album went from, you know, as I said, a solo to duo uh, to, I think it was a trio, and then obviously quartet. And then the only thing we overdubbed was Phil playing uh, percussion on, on the Latin thing. Yep. Um, and, I, and I only did a couple of little overdubby sound effects mm. stuff. Uh, and I've never used so many guitars in my life on the on the album. Like um, I use uh, the Godin. I don't know if that's in the shot, but that Godin yep. there. I use my Strat. I used my first electric guitar ever, uh, which is a Gibson uh, Copy One Seven Five. Okay, that my teacher got for me. I okay. still got it. I still use it for gigs. Um, cool. I use my classical, which was which is a Cato classical. Yeah, uh, and I I also have been playing around for years and years at home, a cheapy baritone, acoustic, oh, okay. but tuned what they, I don't know if you know this, uh, they call it half Nash Nashville tuning. Okay. And so it's a baritone guitar tuned down, I think down a fourth, because you can either go down a, a fourth or a fifth. Yeah. I think I've done it down a fourth. But the Nashville tuning was, I learned it from Pat Metheny. Because he's got a baritone, and I, I love some of the solo guitar stuff he's done mm. on baritone. But Nashville, I thought, what is that? So what, what it is, it's the baritone tuned down a, a, down a fourth, and, of course, a, long, a slightly longer neck. But the fourth and third strings are replaced with, with a high gauge and tuned up an octave. So when you strum okay. through the guitar, the highest sounding strings are the it's middle first. two. 
Oh, okay, cool. The the outside of the sort of the sort yeah, of yeah. The, the bass and the and the tenor, but the soprano's in the middle, right? Yeah. So that's what the, and Nashville tuning I learned. They the the Nashville guys would take a normal steel, steel string uh, and take the bottom four strings off and put one uh, uh, all on octave higher, all plain, and that's they call that Nashville tuning. Okay. Right, and I, look, I'm not a, an expert on all that, but I think it w- obviously would give an amazing sound. So, Matheny does the same thing, but only does half Nashville. So, you only take the third and fourth string and okay. put an octave high. So, I thought, I'll try that. So, I always had a guitar playing around, just mucking around. Yeah, yeah. And it's interesting when you're playing solo guitar because, you know, your melody's on the middle two strings right on the top. So, your voicings are around it. So, it's quite... It's quite an interesting thing. So I use that on one tune, but just more of accompaniment for okay. Tony to play um, uh, soprano on a, on a tune I wrote. Did know. it take a long time to get used to? The guitar? Yeah. like that, I, the I think I'm tuning. still using it. I'm still getting used to it. Uh, I'm no, no expert at it. I can play certain things, obviously. You can play standard voicings, mm. but course, as soon as you play certain, certain things, you, you feel comfortable in that. Yeah. Um, you really got to think, oh, wow. Because if you play a scale, Starting from low, going yeah. high, you go, and then you're at the end of the, yeah. the thing, and you go, and that's oh weird. wow, that's and weird. That's, yeah. that's weird. But it's got a beautiful tone, and and I've only got just the cheapy type of baritone, yeah. but it's set up nicely. Uh, Lou, bless his heart, it, it, it set it up from years ago. I thought, oh, so that's that's so I used all those things on the on the album just so for different colors and textures. So there's 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 a couple of one of one jazzy thing. There's a few fusiony things. There's a Latin thing. There's me playing solid guitar on it. So it's not like my wife said to me, "Is that a jazz album?" <laughs> I said, "Oh, that's a good question. That's a good question. I don't, you know, well, it, it's hard." That's that's the thing. Like, mm. and, and then I, I know you, you mentioned before, like mm. it's not only jazz. You 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 delve out to other genres and everything mm. like that. Mm. And really, there's a lot of new genres now. Like so. Where do you where do you go? And I, this is the thing we were saying before. We're still learning, right? We're still yeah. discovering. Mm. We're still, you know, in in that part. I tell you something. For me, and coming back to recording or writing, it's got to be honest. If it's not yeah. honest, yeah. like what you want, then for me, I'm just talking for me, not for anyone else. I think. Well, what are you doing? Mm. You know, like I, I mean, I have again. I have a lot of respect for people who do. You know, you listen to them, you go, oh, that sounds a bit like so-and-so. Maybe they want you to feel that way. I don't know. You've got a point. And you got good a point. on you. Um, and I'm not advocating that I have a unique voice. I'm not mm. saying that at all. I don't think I have a unique voice. I think we are a sum of a lot of things. Yeah. So you listen to so-and-so. You, I mean, you know, I listen to Paco de la Thea too, yeah. like as much as all the flamenco guys do, but I'm not going to be flamenco guy. But I listen to Wes and some of Wes might come yep. through, but there might be a little spirit of Paco. You know, I think we're a, a sum of all that. So that honesty thing, and and again, folks, I'm not a prolific writer. I don't write like every day. Mm. So for me to can do an album of originals, it's sort of like some things just take. I mean, two of the songs were written in 2014, so then they were just on the side because I write everything yep. out yep. and I just go back to them when I feel like, mm. oh, let's see what's in that, you know. And two of the tunes, I went, oh wow, I, I think I like that. You go back. I go back and yeah. I go, oh, and I find new things in in yep. the stuff as well. But I've got to be honest. It's like you know, is that really what I want? Yeah. You know, or is there a name? Out of that, is it taking me somewhere? And sometimes, you know, two of the tracks on this album are revisitations of two tracks of my first one. This is my third album. Okay. But I, I, I just happened that way because I was fooling around with these old tunes and found, found a couple of new things I liked. I said, well, what the heck? They're my tunes. Exactly. I might as well do them again, but different. So, again, the 2003 recording as opposed to the 2022 recording, there's two tracks that I feel if, if people were to go back and listen to that and listen to that, they'll go, oh, okay, mm. maybe. There's some, there's, so for me, that's an interesting thing. So it's almost like flicking the time across yep. and going, well, and for me, it's just capturing, right? So what happened then was that. What's happening now is that now. You're in a different phase, you know? So, um, and yeah. and 
I actually understand that because I'm actually recording my album now as well. Good, and my good. last album was 2010. Good. Yeah, um, well, and this is my third album as well. It's there not, you go. Well, we're the same path, man. Yeah. So, and it's um, it's exciting. Yeah. It's scary as well. Yeah. yeah. You know. It's you know. You know how how is it going to be? You know, after that that long period, you come back and you yeah. start recording and and, and you you taking things out of the vault again in your head. Yeah. You know, my process was different. All the tunes, most of the tunes, not all of them, I continually played them at my my, my gigs. Mm. So they weren't sort of you know like new new but what i found which was really good was that because we i'd been putting them in and playing them um by the time it came to recording i sort of had a firm idea well i think i know where it sits okay you know what so I mean? that, that's that's really good you yeah. actually um you're already comfortable with the pieces as yeah. well, oh. and you know where it's headed mm. and you know the parts where you might want to change it if you had a chance to record it you yeah know? yeah absolutely you know. and because it's live recording there's, we, we, I said to the guys before doing it, I said, I set them up and I said, look, we, I, two days we're doing the, the you know, mm. like there's nine tracks in the album. I think seven of them with the band, right? And I said, we're doing this, t- those two, those seven tracks in two days. Yep. And all I want us to do is play it a couple of times. Yep. Each take, you know, do two, three takes, go back, listen, make some initial notes, which one we think we can all live with and we're happy with. We'll go with that. Yep. Uh, that's it. I, I didn't want a project that was going to be drawn out. Mm. Uh, I and I <laughs> have to say I did it because my wife was overseas, <laughs> and I had this. I had this time. I thought I had one week window uh, while she was overseas. She was over a little bit longer. I thought great time. I'll do it. So I steamrolled a recording. Booked it in. We mixed it. You know, uh, the uh, mixing took a, a little bit of time. That's fine. You know, that's really cool. Um, the mastering, we, we got it mastered at a, a great place in Berlin um, where my producer, Lee Bradshaw, who's very supportive and Lee's an amazing uh, musician in his own right, uh, had just done a classical recording of his originals and it was mastered in Berlin. And I heard, and he said, let's see if we can get this place and it, was, it's, it came back great. Mm. So, and, and, and everything else I was really happy with. So... Yeah. Yeah. And and it's a you know it, it's it's a milestone you know like when yeah. you, when you do it you know yeah. and, and there's a little 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 wins you know when you when oh, you listen yeah. to the recording first raw and you know yeah. you you finish the the studio session and you think oh that's another little milestone yeah you hear it mixed down oh another little milestone then you master mm. another milestone and then all of a sudden mm. the launch comes well and that that's right you know exactly it's it's it's, it's a great thing it's a Great thing to oh, it's feel, an achievement. You know? It's, it's an an achievement. like oh, I've gone through the off, over the cr- the finishing line. Yeah, but I don't think we ever get through the finishing. Oh line. no, we don't. <laughs> you know, like um, uh, you mentioned launch, and and I'm thinking February at this point to do stuff. And you know, going to Greece, I'm going to Greece in next month, and uh, I just got off the uh, the messenger with um, a musician there. Who I, the last time we did some gigs, and I'm lining up to do some gigs again. Mm. Um, and so. Uh, I will put some of this new stuff in the set list. Nothing, you know, um, two out of the ordinary. But um, and take CDs over there, and and there's a radio station over there that I've been on a number of times that plays jazz and 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 supports yep. uh, uh, musicians. So that that part of me is I feel like it's another growth mm. aspect, and um, and the launch next year. I'm, I'm thinking I want to do a rural. Relaunch, okay, which okay. I've already sort yep. of it's on the cards, yeah, and and one here in Melbourne, uh, possibly. And this I was talking again to this colleague today about maybe going some interstate, some mm. of the capital cities. But boy, you know, this that's another dynamic, you know, like it is. it's like the cost factor for a start. It's cost. that's the main thing. Organization as well, though. The organization is not problem. It's just the cost. Like mm. if you if you've got a quartet and you, you're talking about okay, let's go. Well, okay. So who's 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 paying the flights? Flights, accommodation, right? uh, all that. It's all that. Um, the playing and all that's great, but it's like, well, and then this discussion turns about grants and how we. There's yep. a lot of that. So it opens up so many other doors. It does. I think it's worthy though, because if you can get a bit of assistance to fly around the country, oh, accommodation and all that, and do what you love, then maybe. And it, it 
lessens the burden of that financial thing that's always in your head. You know, if you've got a grant and you've, you've, if you've paid for everything up front or oh, no. not paid for everything, but you had the finances for it, mm. it's, a, it's, it's one less mm. burden that you need to think about because if you're going out on your own, yeah, and you're thinking, oh, you know, do I have money for this or enough money for that? Mm. You know, it affects your playing. It affects, you know, there's it's a, it's absolutely. Stress, it's know? like you know those guys who play. <laughs> I don't like comparing what musicians do to sports people, but it's a similar thing. You know, like the focus aspect. Mm. You know, like when exactly. someone's lining up for a golf shot, and they're lining up that hole, and and who knows, it maybe that's a eighty thousand dollar shot that they're waiting to get in the hole. That's the last thing they're thinking about, but. But if anything creeps in their head, oh. they've lost focus on their ball. That's it. And forget it. If it's like me, you'll be in the rough before you know it, you know. <laughs> so, um, but that, that aspect is really important. Like, you know, like you know how it is. You're going to play music for people. I don't care who, where it is. Mm. They don't want to know you've had a wreck day. No. They don't want to know you've, you know, and you this and this has happened. That. And you've got to play. Exactly. And, I, and whether it's it's a pay gig or it's a door gig. It doesn't matter. And you're and, playing. And have fun. Exactly. Yeah. And you're entertaining. And yeah. It's that hospitality thing yep. that, yep. you know, I think we've had that discussion at some of the point have. too, you know, like <laughs> hospitality, man, what, what does it cost someone just to smile, you know? Yeah, exactly. And, and make exactly. someone else feel good. And that's yeah, and that's my my thing is you need to provide really good energy. It doesn't mm. matter where you're playing or who you're playing for. No, no. But your, your presence, your energy needs to make an impact positively to these people absolutely right. it's a great op it's great privilege of course you know so you and know, then the energy comes back yeah yeah and yeah. you feel even better because absolutely. you're you're interacting your energy is going backwards and forwards you, you know? know like i feel every time i take the guitar out of the case to do something it's like wow this is cool hmm. whether it's it you know again i get back to tommy tedesco because tommy put it there. <laughs> he goes there's a few reasons why you do gigs i just hope i can remember them. um one of them he says you do you do the gig so you can get experience Two, you do the gig so that you can actually network. Both of these haven't involved money yet. Three, you, you're doing it because you really love the music. Mm. Four, you're doing it because you really love the musicians you're going to work with. Yeah. And there's another one. So it's like, wow. So we haven't hit check it out, yet. man. We haven't hit money yet. You know, well, you know, you know, and and you know. then or. You take the guitar out because someone's going to play you, pay you a bucket load of cash to do something, <laughs> even though you don't want to really do the music, yeah. but they're going to pay. Well, you know, yeah. as a working musician, you go, well, okay, well, I need to pay next week's bill. That's Maybe right. We should do it, you know, and um, sh you know, do it, do the best you can, and you 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 go home smiling, you know. Yeah, and and that's that's the thing. You go home smiling, and you're always, and uh, as as a musician, mm. you're always appreciative of what you've just done. Oh yeah. You know? Like, it doesn't matter where you've played, what you've just done. You've just played. You've just, yeah. you know, your your your, mm. your hearts. You know, everything's in it. Yep. Um, we all get some gigs that we think, oh, maybe we should have done. We should, probably we shouldn't have done. Or, you know, maybe that's you learning. don't feel. That's, but that's learning. a learning. In the end, it's like exactly. You know, yeah, I, I put it back down to the food uh, analogy. <laughs> so you know, how how did you go baking that cake tonight? <laughs> you know, yeah. what sort of icing did you put on that cake tonight? Yeah. Did it flop? Was it a souffle and it just flopped in the oven? That's or what? right. Um, you're going to cook something yeah. when you go to some, some gig to play. And it's sort of, sort of like, well, how much did you cook? What was it really, you know, mm. uh, a, a great meal that you prepared? And, and that can be looked at from your own point of view, yeah. like how you went or was there a communal thing and that, that? And that's all part of the analysis. And mm. I used to analyse all my gigs. Yeah, good. And it wasn't that good though. Right. You know when you go to that Depends. point where it's over analysis and mm. you're – and it's not and analysis anymore, it? you right, know. Right, right. It's like you've you've delved into uh, some sort of hole or warren, or you know, and you think, oh, you know what, you need to snap out of it because yep. you've got another gig coming. So could I tell you then? Can I ask you a question? Go for that it. That thing that that would, would that sort of distract your line of thinking because oh, yeah. you were transfixed oh, yeah. on going, oh, yep. that thing. Yeah, yep, definitely. So with you, with that, did you find? You know, you had it. Did it become reality? Like you knew that this was going to issue. You had to yeah. stop. Yep. So and I stopped. Yeah. Cold yep. turkey. Yeah, you could say cold turkey, but the the anxiety is sort of brought. Mm. I had to. I had to change. See, that's that's you right? brought up a big word there. So right. the way I dealt with it, mm. I started meditating. There's right? a big word. That's right. Good. Um, it was affecting my. My playing and also affecting my, my life outside of the music, that's right? Good. So, 
I started meditating and I started, mm. you know, changing my way because right. as as a as a as a musician, mm. you know, mm. you're playing in front of a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. You don't know who you're playing yeah, to. Yeah, and, yeah. and sometimes that gets to you, you know, as a musician you think, oh, you know, oh. what if this, what if that, what if they Absolutely. say this or what if they say that? You Absolutely. know what I mean? I'll I'll tell you a good story in a minute, but sorry. Yeah, and, and that's that's basically how I how I dealt with it and how I'm dealing with it now, and now yeah. I'm enjoying it. And now yeah, I'm enjoying yeah, playing. Yeah, yeah, you have to. Yeah, you know, exactly. I'm, 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 it doesn't matter who I'm playing with. Yeah, and and I've always enjoyed playing with people and yeah. with bands. You know, that's great. Valentina. Always, but there's always that thing in the back of your mind: How did I do? Was I good enough for for this person? Was I good enough for that person? That's fair. That's you know what fair. I mean? That's your professionalism, you know, uh, tapping on your shoulder and, mm. and you evaluating mm. what you're doing yeah. because in the end, you, you want to know, you feel responsible. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm again, I'm so fortunate to play so many different people and when I leave a gig, I, I, I sort of say, yeah, okay, good. You, yeah. you did it, you know. Um, you do feel a sense of they booked you uh, and you have to provide. Um, and, and how do you know whether you're doing okay? Well, Got, they've asked you again and they've asked you again and yep. again. Yep. And you go, okay, I must be doing something right. Exactly. Right? Exactly. But uh, <laughs> that, that thing of playing in front of, I'll tell you an interesting story. Um, guitar players will love this. Um, I've been the guitar player for Carousel Candlelight, you know, for Channel 9 for yep. the last eight years. Yep. And, you know, talk about jazz, that ain't jazz, right? <laughs> so, you know, like I, I do a lot of different styles on that thing. Uh, but, and I won't say who I was backing this particular, it was the rehearsal. And, um, it was a fairly, I had to play an acoustic. Um, it was just to get the guitar setting it up after mm -hmm. I got counted in, you know. Um, and it was fairly simple. Like, I, I won't say I was blase about it, but it was that. It was okay. It was mm. open E chords, E A yeah. chords, a couple of hammer-ons, right? Yeah. Rehearsal. You know, we ran, there's two days rehearsal, ran the tunes, fantastic. Not a problem. Okay. Come to the night. And if folks, if you know that, I mean, I don't blame you if you don't watch it, but, you know, it's live to air. It's probably yeah. one of the yeah. last live to air gigs. Uh, so the orchestra that I'm, I'm in the rhythm section, and my brother plays. He's been doing it for a lot longer than me. And you're you're live in front of the bowl, which is holds I don't know five eight thousand people, and then, then you're live to air around around Australia, <laughs> right? It's live. It's like millions around. So I block a lot of that out, right? And plus, safety numbers, right? You're mm. in the orchestra. Yeah. Okay, so, you know, you're not at the front. Although I was at the front for one other uh, once a couple of years back. Oh, that's another story, another time. But, um, yeah, no, and it came, we played all this tune and then came this particular tune, right? And um, pick up this, the, the Martin, because I've got a number of pedals in front of me and, and five, four or five guitars and plug it in, make sure it's in tune, get the count and I play. Now, this is, this is what we're talking about before. That split second, it came in my mind, Jack, there's millions of people out there. They're all watching you. And I went to get this court and I fluffed it like you wouldn't believe. And, that, and, that, and, that, and, yeah. and that's what I mean. You know, it's yeah. like that was easy. Mm. Uh, but there you go. I lost focus on that ball just for a split second. And then everything and else And I missed it and it went into the rough. Now, for me at that moment, I thought the office was going to swallow me up. I listened back to that because I felt very like <laughs> I can tell you everyone yeah. goes back and listens oh, to the orchestra <laughs> on the and just see how the band sounds. And I waited for that moment, and it came and went and went. Okay, wasn't wasn't that, wasn't bad. that bad? But at the time, you know, you know, You're stressing, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. So you know, talk about the anxiety. But as soon as that happened, and and you just got to switch and move on, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, and I, those sort of things for me, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger right of course, that, of course. And, and i think and again i'm so um thankful for that gig in, in in so many ways because it is stress it is it is pressure uh and i i've put myself in those sort of gigs over the years i've i used to do a lot of fill-ins for a very good uh, simon patterson great guitar player he used to do he very kindly give me the fill-ins for him for theater so you know i do um i did mamma mia for him uh, I did uh, Lion King for him, Wicked for him, you know, going in and out, you know, over a six-month period. Mm. But if if you don't know what that means as a fill-in, it means you don't get rehearsals. That's right. Right? You go <laughs> home right. and you work on the stuff. And, then and when you're expected to be prepared. And when Simon rings you and he says, oh, can you do this, this and this date, you go in and you got to play. So the expectation is the conductor who's with this band 
right, eight shows a week for six months, eight, eight months, and you go in to play, you've got to actually make it sound like there's, there's exactly no right. change. Seamless. Within reason, within yeah. reason, right? So I, I, I used to do a lot of that. Uh, and, and, and that'll make you stronger. You know what I mean? And, uh, <laughs> and I can tell you many stories of anxiety levels. Mm. Um, so that, I, I put myself in that situation, one, because I was asked, and, and, and would, could you do it? I went, yeah, okay. Um, so those sort of things are, are really, you look at those experiences and go, wow, okay, well, that is the sum of everything to get to, again, where are you today? Mm. What, what are you doing today? Yeah. Whether it's teaching and showing students or yeah. what are you doing at that particular moment? Um, I feel it's, 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 a, it's very important. And um, the fact that you mentioned about meditation, you know, and all that, that's very important mm. that you can sit back, go out, walk, whatever you do, uh, you know, and, and really relax all aspects of your life. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I'd, I have to say very openly, I, I became a Christian the last eight years. And, and you know, I, I get a lot of help from mm. above uh, and helping me to sort of, not that I was out of control with a lot of things, but it's sort of, it's a, it's a lovely soothing that things are not in my hands. They're not. That's right. They're not in my hands. Yeah, you become um, me, you know? very spiritual and, and that's, for me, that's that's happened already, you know, and that thing where things are supposed to happen and stuff like that, and we don't want to probably go into too much, but yeah. there there are reasons why things happen, and I think mm. you gotta you 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 gotta accept um, what I, what is there and and work with what you have as well, but you also gotta be aware. Uh, there's a great book uh, talking about aware. Um, it's uh, I, I I keep put, picking up putting it down. There's a couple of great books. Um, the Inner Game of Music, which is, again there's a series of books called The Inner Game of Golf, The Inner Game of Tennis, and the same guy who who started The Inner Game of Golf got this musician to write Inner Game of Music. Mm. It's all about awareness. Most of the book is about awareness in different aspects yep. and being in in sort of a, a, I'll use the word control, but control of what's happening around you yep. not to the point of you know you do this no, no 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 not no. that just being i think the awareness is yeah, the, the awareness word. exactly exactly and you know like most of my learning has been through observation mm. because again getting back to the thing i didn't go for an institution where mm. i have someone the top of my cl from the class tell me just this and this which i do now <laughs> yeah it's weird uh I, I would sit back at gigs and watch the leaders and I'll be the youngest in these groups and, and watching this person solo or this person playing or this person setting up their gear or mm. this person talking to the venue owner or this talking talk you know talking to a uh, uh, someone who's just come to you know to listen you go wow you know oh my father you know I, I started playing gigs with my dad when yep. I was 14 in a restaurant Same. right Same. we've had this discussion before <laughs> yeah. so you know I'm playing in a restaurant and dad's playing piano and it's like you know and I'm watching more than anything and um Mm. So those sort of things are really important to be always, what does that mean now? Mm. You know, most people, again, it's the value thing, you know, like you might come across something and not think of much, mm. but as time goes on, you sit back and go, well, wow, look at that. Yeah, you know? it's, uh, you, it, as we say, the, the, you rewind the film back and yeah. you think, oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, this is what, what what I was talking about, or this is what they were talking about. This is yeah. what what happened then, you know. And and these are things that the awareness you have to observe. Sometimes at, at that particular point, you don't you don't know, and you just go on about with yeah. your life, whatever. But mm. sometimes things come back, and there yep. are some coincidences there and stuff like that. But you know, you learn from those experiences, and you think, all right, next time, you mm. know, maybe I'm going to do this. And oh yeah. But sometimes mm. that next time comes, and you forget about it again. You know? I, I think it comes down to how important it is that that, that thing why exactly. did it come back yeah G getting back to music like it's really interesting COVID was you know as we said is quite a dev devastating thing mm. for a lot of people um, I was at home a lot like a lot of other people I was zooming in for my classes mm. and that the, 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 the grace for me the guitar was for me more yeah, than same. anything same. like between classes I could just pick it up and do this so I started a journal uh, okay. and a journal of what a journal of things I couldn't do and and things I wanted to do. And I have I would make an entry like one, two, three. I'm into the second journal. I've Jeez. put about, I've, I've got about 160 entries. 
Yeah, really? Yeah, and and the, the variety of things that, for me, I went, Jack, you you know about this thing, but you don't, you you can't do it well. Mm. So in it goes, you know. So for me, I'm a visual person, visual yep. learner as well. So I like if if I write it out and I look at it, I I think I have more ways of getting into the crux of what it is. So. Yep. I mean, you know, simple things, not simple, not simple. You know, like I couldn't play my triads and all my inversions. Couldn't play my seven chords in my inversions. You know, root, okay. First inversion, oh, second, oh, third, mm. oh, and, uh, and all that. And then I, I love the, what we call superimposition. So, you know, or superimposing, you know, you have one chord and you put yep. another chord. So I, I came, there was a lot of things I, I hadn't yet discovered and I'm still discovering and even last few days i've come up with another thing which is all theoretically based but when you play it you go oh mate that <laughs> i've heard that yeah and all it is is a triad on top of a really you know another chord yeah. you know so it's really interesting going back to fundamental oh, this is it fundamentals once you've learned them and you progress and you go to a level where you go wow i'm playing all these amazing chords and, and you go wow go back to the fundamentals Scrape a little bit with what you know now and see where and what that can help you with here. It really takes and it's like, mate, it is the most amazing thing, right? I found, you know, like superimposing, like, for example, the musician theories, uh, theorists out there, you know, you're playing an F7 arpeggio, root to seventh, and then you play a B minor triad mm. in, in second inversion. You know, on top of that, <laughs> you know, and you go, that sounds great. And so what are you playing? B minor. Try it. Three notes. But what are you playing on? Oh, you're playing on an F7 chord. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. So, you know, you're joining something like that Lego was really box. fundamental. Yeah. It's like a Meccano set, you know. Yeah, you, like you know, when you first get a Meccano set, you're yeah. and you think it's fantastic. Yeah. It's a and five-year-old. And, 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 and then as you get to 12-year-old, you build this thing with a engine, and it's the same Meccano set. You know, it's the same thing. Same nuts and bolts, but you built something different. So I find that really... So this journal through the lockdown... Full of exercises that I, I came up with just for my own development, uh, ideas, concepts that I knew about, and write them out, um, superimposing. Or so, and I, I, uh, some of these things stuck with me that I pull out and I keep practicing, you know. And other things I've written there because I know I'm going to forget because I know they're important. I'll put them down. So you know, I so when you document that. things, it's a document. You, you remember it. You, they when you physically do it, as you said, if you're a visual, yeah, you know, kind of person, yeah, you yeah. sit there and you and you write it out, <clears> and you, or you, you you write things down and <clears> get absorbed by the brain a bit more, and, and you remember actually when you were writing it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I mean, you know, again, you've got you've got to learn how you learn. Yeah, of course. Right, uh, and I. And yeah, that changes as you changes go, too, yeah. you know, as throughout you, your, your, yeah, your yeah. period of your life. You Absolutely. Know? And your skills help you to change, yep. you know. So, you know, you don't want to be flatlining all the time with no, your learning, you fine. know. Or, like, again, it's the food thing. Like, if you think McDonald's is the great, b best burger in the world, I, I, good luck to you. It's fantastic. But there's a lot of great hamburgers out yeah. that you can grab that will make that line blip a little bit, right? Well, that's right. It's the same thing. If you If you stay with the same thing all the time... Again, good luck to you. You may love that, but if you explore something like that better burger, mm. <laughs> it may make everything else. You'll go back and go, wow, okay, that's where it should be, yeah. but this is where that should be. And there's, there's again, a difference, you know? Yeah, so and, and no, neither is right or wrong. No, 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 no. You know? I don't, I'm not knocking it's, people eating no, no. McDonald's, right? No, yeah, that's right. It's, yeah. it's people's perceptions sometimes, exactly. you know? It, you know, I like this today. Tomorrow, yeah. I might like that. I know. I, know? Look, on this new album, because <laughs> I said that to my wife, and I said, let's listen to it, yeah. right, when we first got it. And I said to my wife, I said, there's this track coming up. It's going to be heavy for you, you know? It's all about, you know, and she listened to it. She goes, well, it was all right. You want to hear that as well, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. And I said, well... I didn't get into it musically, but for us, it's 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 a free section of music. Mm. Like there's, I said to the guys, you know, you're going to play anything and anything you want in this in this section. Yep. And you know, people say, oh, it's free jazz. Well, yeah, okay, you can call it free jazz. If you improv, want. improv, <laughs> free improv. There is form around everything else, yep. but in this section, it's it's. I said to my wife, get ready for it. Mayhem's going to happen. 
And um, <laughs> mayhem's going to happen. Mayhem's going to happen. It's going to be accidents everywhere. But, you know, good accidents. Yeah. But, you know, it's perception. Yeah. Perception. So when we play it, because that was all live, you know, mm. uh, and, and that, it, again, how do people perceive that? It's like an art going on a gallery, you know, like... I don't know about you, but you're, you know, it's on. like I love going to the galleries and um, going from you know Renaissance art through to you know contemporary Picasso and beyond, and I and, and it is what it is. Yep. You know, the defining features of Renaissance or Baroque, you can see everything. You see an apple. You see an apple. Yep. Whereas you go and see an apple in Picasso's thing, and you, you like, really yeah, got to use on, your mind, right? <laughs> but it's still the same thing, yeah, right? Yeah. Still that. Yeah, that's cool. That's great. It's not that one's better than the other, but each has their own skills yeah, and of colours. Course, of course. And, and music's and, that way. I and feel. this is the beauty about mm. playing with other musicians. Yeah. yeah. Right? So, we, you know, we've never played before. So, folks, stick <laughs> around because we're going to do it. Soon. We're going to do it. <laughs> um, so, that's, you know, this is really cool, yeah. you know. Uh, and we came from fairly different backgrounds, yeah. you know, with musical experiences. But in the end, we're going to do something. We're exactly. going to play and see what happens. Yeah. You know? And on that note, we'll um, we'd like to <laughs> wrap it up. Jack, it's been an absolute pleasure. Oh, Thank pleasure. you so much for coming on the podcast. It's been really good Thanks, insight man. into the mind of Jack Pantazas. <laughs> That's scary. You know? <laughs> and hopefully we can do it again. Oh, I hope so too. You know? Thank you very much um, for having me. No, I it's really been an absolute it. pleasure. Um, Thanks, and, and I think, you know, with what we're doing as well, with Yes to Year, yeah. I think it's a, it's a great cause. And yeah, it's great I think it's going to, you know, be really well received and hopefully help a lot of yeah, musicians yeah, as well yeah, um, great I'd like to um, thank Yesteryear Revival the production team um, and also if you like what you hear what you see subscribe press that button um, and I'd also, also like to um, thank Cake Eclipse as well for uh, the cakes here um, and Jack once again thank My you pleasure. very much and um, yeah, can I can I plug uh, just a couple of things ah, yes of uh, course uh, go uh, for uh, it if you're interested, I have a website under my yes. name, jackpantazas.com. We'll put those um, links on. You'll on, put the on links on. The, yeah, yep. we'll be over here. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so the the record is, uh, the new record will be there. It's called. And what's the name? Called, it's called Because of Her. Ah, okay. Uh, yeah, it has to do with my wife. It's all her fault, ah, right? Okay. It's all her fault. Okay. Um, so it's all there. Um, Fantastic. And um, forward yeah, to it. thank you. Yeah. Thanks again, Jack. Pleasure. Thanks again, Pleasure. everyone. Yeah, and uh, stay tuned for a bit of a jam. <laughs> Enjoy. Cool. Oh, there we go. Jim, All the very best, mate. Thanks. Thank you, man. Thank you.
Hope you enjoyed the Strike Accord podcast. Be sure to visit valentinoflamenco.com to access more podcast episodes, news, and other projects that I'm currently working on. Thanks for listening and watching.